Hi, I'm Merlin Scott, graduate of the class of 2023 and one of the co-founders of the Darlington Athletics account on Instagram. And welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'm recapping the spring sports season with varsity coaches Justin Bruce, Jared Willerson, Kevin Hunt, Matt Larry, Mallory Collier, Sam Clark, Al Shorey, and Reed Owens. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. So we're just going to start off simple, and why don't you briefly explain to our listeners who you are and the team you coach here at Darlington. I'm Coach Kevin Hunt. I'm the uh, head girls and boys track coach, and this will be my, I believe this was my 17th season here as the track coach. I'm Justin Bruce, and this was my first year working with the girls' golf program. I'm Sam Clark, and this is my sixth year coaching lacrosse, my first year as a head coach. Al Shorey, uh, tenth year uh, working with the girls, and second year working with the boys' soccer teams. Uh, Matt Larry, I am uh, in my eighth year as the head baseball coach, and I also am assistant softball coach. Jared Willerson, head boys' golf coach. And I'm in my sixth year. I'm Mallory Carr. This is my first year as head coach as the girls lacrosse coach. I'm Reed Owens. I uh, coach both the boys and the girls tennis teams. This is my fifth year with the program, fourth year as head coach. So one of the main questions that we've continuously asked throughout this is just at Darlington, our unique sense of community is always a talking point, whether it's a student a faculty member or an alumni. So how would you describe the impact of Darlington's rich community within your respective program? Uh, <clears throat> well, yeah, I do have several dorm kids that participate in track, um, which is, uh, you know, has made it very, very interesting at times and very good. Some of them have never ran track, of course, uh, before. So it's been a great experience for them and added some diversity and different things to the team. Um, I've kind of come to find out that golf is a pretty quiet game when you uh, when you're when you're playing. Not a lot of not a lot of talking, um, and so I've I've kind of enjoyed seeing the dynamic relationships of, of my girl golfers uh, kind of play out on campus. Uh, they're all uh, dorm students, so they they um, it's, it's been cool to kind of watch them start to sit together in the calf, start to walk together back and forth from class, meet each other and hang out after school. Um, so it's, um, that sense of community has been pretty interesting to watch. Uh, it's great to have uh, dorm kids on campus, especially great to see uh, kids playing out on the field anytime I'm walking around campus. Uh, it seems like there's a really good uh, community of just people want, wanting to try out lacrosse even if they don't play, which is really fun. Yeah, very similar in soccer that we get a lot of, especially on the girls' side, girls that are just trying it out for the first time, never always been soccer fans, but not necessarily players. Um, so we had girls from Spain, um, what, South Korea, China, um, and many of them had never kicked a ball, really. And, but the sense of community and the, uh, and the shared mission of the game uh, made a lot of fun. And same with baseball, we, uh, we do have a few dorm kids and it's fun to watch them <clears throat> build the relationships with our guys and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting, and, and it's great too because of, 
uh, you get alumni that played years past that are contacting them. They're, they're living out of state somewhere or out of country too that we've had those connections that are still remain. So it's been a, a great community for us um, seeing these guys build those relationships. It's very, very similar with golf. A um, lot of alumni spread out across um, the United States and the world. We've got a lot of kids from different parts of the world that are part of the Darlington golf team. And uh, it makes it makes our it makes our team really really interesting to, to see and, and be around, um, and uh, it really adds to the overall experience. Two thirds of our team was dorm students this year, um, and more than half of them were brand new to lacrosse. So it was pretty cool to see them all kind of come together, and a lot of them really learn how to just play lacrosse and kind of get along with other teammates. Um, you know, some had been playing for five plus years while others were brand new. So it's really cool dynamic to see them kind of come together and figure it out this season. Um, yeah, at our banquet this year, I, I told our team, we've had a, a lot of success on the boys and the girls side, but I think um, our biggest point of success is just growing together um, as a group, as a family unit. We've got girls uh, on our girls team, five different countries represented on the varsity side, uh, on the boys. We've got two, um, but just the diversity of the student body here on campus um, and within our sports teams is, is incredible. Um, and it's something that really, um, I think, helps the, the, the student athlete grow and be prepared for the next step. Um, you know, when they're, and it really kind of helps with our motto of becoming a, a, a global citizen right there on the, on the field or on the court. So, Starting off next, uh, a season can ha begin in a multitude of ways, whether that's positive or negative. How would you say the opening of your season or your preseason preparation impacted the student athletes on the team and how it kind of carried out throughout the year? Well, we uh, track season's pretty long. We start in January and we'll end this Saturday on graduation day. So about half of my team starts in January. The rest of them are in winter sports. So we... Uh, kind of start off slow getting in shape and then when the rest of them get out there we we start getting after a little bit and that kind of builds uh, as we go on and we want to peak this week and uh, I think uh, I think we got a good opportunity to do that this Saturday. So two of my girls play year-round golf uh, so while we started in um, in March, uh, and it's the first time I got to watch them uh, kind of get on the range and hit some golf balls and play, uh, they had been playing golf for quite some time before that. And so it, you know, golf is, uh, is a precision sport and, uh, you know, a lot of small muscle movements that need to all work together. And, uh, you know, the way you get better at that is repetition. And so it's, uh, it, has, it has played out wonderfully watching all the prep work that these girls have done, um, you know, throughout the whole year play out in the season. Um, a lot of the uh, teams that we play will, will ask, you know, what, you know, how, you know, how, are these girls so good? And I just simply say they hit a lot of golf balls. Um, yeah, the struggle of waiting for winter sports happened as well for us. We had a lot of kids that were itching to go, ready to go, January 10th or whatever our first day was. Uh, but we had to wait another month or so to finally get the basketball and the wrestling kids to finally come through. So finally uh, took us to our second game before we actually had our full team. As you know, we start early, right after we come back from Christmas break. and. Get to play a lot of bad weather games. Um, 
but the goal is always to uh, improve, you know, and be playing our best soccer uh, in April. And by and large, I think we did that. The boys had a hiccup that cost us uh, a seed in the playoffs that hopefully we can learn from next year and realize that every game is important. Um, but by and large, I think we were playing our best on both sides uh, at the end of the season like we want to try to do. Well, with baseball, you know, it's a, there's always, and I guess with every sport, there's that, that off-season prep, and then you got your preseason prep, and, uh, you know, getting into the season. So we try to keep it to where it's enjoyable for them as best we can with an off-season uh, workouts in the mornings. We, you know, do some things for them, uh, and especially for the ones that show up. And then um, the preseason stuff, we like to do a few things. We do a, a purple-white game series where they all play against each other in a big uh, scrimmage. And uh, the winning team gets to sit down while the losing team serves them a steak dinner. And uh, so we try to keep it enjoyable that way because it is a long season, like what, like what Coach Hunt was saying about track. You know, it, it starts early, and uh, we just try to keep them motivated and uh, energetic the whole time. Well, the golf team, we could we could start, <clears throat> I guess, a little later than some of these other winter sports, but we, we started in, the, in March, and uh, we're still going. Uh, but it is, it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see <clears throat> all of my guys working year-round on their games. Uh, most of my guys play golf year-round. Uh, it is something they work very, very tirelessly at all the time, and uh, to get good at golf, you have to it requires a lot of reps and so they put in the time and uh, they have yielded the reward. For lacrosse this year um, we did some preseason work um, you know we like I said we had so many new people come out this year um, I believe we had 13 brand new to lacrosse this year out of 22 kids that we have played um, you know so we tried to you know work on a lot of fundamentals um, the boys team and the girls team both went to a professional lacrosse game down in Duluth this year, um, you know, in January or February, and that was a really great experience for them just to kind of get to see it um, in action at the professional level. So we definitely tried to have fun and, you know, really work on basic skills that we needed to go into season and while we were waiting on some to get back from winter sports. So I think we had a really, really good year of, you know, just learning how to play lacrosse and what it looks like. Uh, similar to, to track, we, we started January 9th. Uh, yesterday was our, our four-month mark. Um, it's been a long season, um, but I would say the, the really the early part of the season, this year different than others, uh, the Coosa Valley Tennis Association put on a, a fundraiser tournament, um, which I think was really beneficial. We've got a lot of new players, freshmen, that came in. So it was an opportunity for them to be able to um, get an opportunity to play really early uh, and set the tone for the season. Um, and so that was a, a really good opportunity. And then um, we're in a new region this year, so uh, a lot of the teams that, that we played, we ended up playing uh, twice, which was, I think the boys ended up playing 20 matches this year. Girls play, have played 23 to this point. Um, so just that match play over the course of the season has been really beneficial for our uh, student athletes. And uh, hopefully we got one more in us. So it's hard to put a season down as either one key component or point or highlight of the season. But if you had to choose a singular moment of your season that dictated the success of your program this year, 
kind of what was that moment and how did that help your team, whether it be building that sense of community, helping provide motivation in a postseason run or any sort of thing in between? Well, in track, you know, we, we do have a lot of track meets, but it really comes down to the region meet at the end of the year. So that's kind of our highlight. The boys won the region. Uh, <clears throat> girls finished second with only about 15 girls on the team, so that was pretty impressive. Gave us some momentum going into sectionals. Last week we took about 26 people to sectionals, I believe, and 22 of them have qualified for state. So I guess winning the region and being runner-up kind of gave us that momentum going into the postseason. So I've had three girls uh, play in each of our matches or uh, tournaments, and uh, in golf you take the the combined score of your top three scores. So while we're competing against other schools that have five and six, maybe even seven uh, golfers, my three girls' uh, scores all matter. And so uh, one of the pretty cool moments was uh, in our area tournament. Uh, not only uh, was it great to win by such a large margin, but uh, one of my golfers uh, shot her personal best uh, by finishing with a birdie on number 18. So uh, that was a pretty cool moment to kind of be a part of there, standing greenside with her doing that. Um, our greatest moment was undoubtedly the last game of the season, a regular season for us against Northcott Christian. Uh, we'd beaten Bremen and you know, after a pretty tough season with a lot of hiccups, uh, being able to make the playoffs was a, was a huge goal for us. And we had a 17-16 shootout against um, North Carolina Christian and being able to overcome um, some of those challenges that we had and, and make the playoffs was an amazing experience that I think we'll definitely use to propel us forward next year. And I'll defer to you if, if you have other thoughts on the boys' side. But I think on both sides, you know, the games at Dalton, uh, the boys went up there against a team that they knew was going to be solid. And you know, you all held your own, and really had the opportunities to win the game if we put some of those goals away. And I think gained a lot of confidence moving forward that we can play with some of the best teams, you know, there. And on the girls' side, that was the day Richie came back from her long injury, and she had scored two goals. And we saw a nice, a lot of nice offensive combinations between Richie and Av and uh, Sophie and Gwen, and so. We knew we had some good chemistry offensively, you know, moving forward from there. I don't know, what, what, what do you think? No, sounds good. I mean, it's always good. Uh, one of the things about Darlington Athletics that's always been amazing is just the seasons are never made easy. Um, there's definitely some trap games scattered throughout the season. There's games where you definitely know you're not the best team heading into it. Um, but that's what makes it fun, just getting to build up with your teammates and getting to know that there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows, but just that brotherhood and that community is always going to be there to rebound and head into the next game. Well, for baseball, we, you know, I hate to put it on a negative, but, and, it, and it, we didn't take it as a negative, we took it as a challenge that, you know, after our trying series, we got beat two out of three. Um, boys set down leaders, the team leaders, you know, the senior guys. Um, I think they went on a, 13 out of four out of 15 wins after that, which really, you know, we were probably last place at that point region. And uh, after that trying series, uh, something just started clicking. And I, I think that's probably the best memory I have about the season so far, you know, except for the playoff wins. Um, just how the guys turned it around and could basically shut down, but they, uh, they came together 
saw it as a, as a motivational point and ended up coming second in region after that. So uh, just really proud of those guys for that. Very, very similar with golf. Early in the season, we hosted our own invitational tournament, and we did not play well. It was, uh, quite frankly, embarrassing. And to have a, a team meeting and where the guys came together, and I really think they understood that just because they were talented does not mean that they're going to automatically be great. And so they took it upon themselves to really uh, challenge each other, to work hard, to get better. They ended up winning. <laughs> Uh, three of their next four tournaments, ended up winning the area tournament. Uh, basically the top uh, four of five scores at the area tournament were all uh, our Darlington Tigers. So to, to, to start off with a bit of complacency, a bit of cockiness, uh, and then having to come back to uh, down to earth and understand what was at stake and what needed to happen and to see them do that. That was very, very satisfying for me. At the beginning of the year, I think we started out with a lot of momentum. Um, coming off our first game at Shambly, you know, the girls kind of saw that they could, like, pull things together, and they really thought they were going to be successful this year. And, you know, we had some big injuries that definitely we felt set us back. Um, but when we went down to Mount Pisgah, you know, we had struggled to kind of find our identity and find, like, who we were because there were so many people in different places. and. Like, we just were not able to pull things together. Um, but the Mount Pisgah game, we we went, you know, point for point with Mount Pisgah for the first half, and, you know, that's probably the hardest I've seen them play, and I only took 13 girls to that game, and, you know, we put 12 on the field. So after that, I think they kind of found their grit a little bit. Um, you know, they wanted to do better and just start figuring out their team, and, you know, they just started kind of meshing a whole lot better. Um, you know, we, we ended up not being able to beat Bremen and make it to the playoffs, but, I think they saw a lot of positive things come out of this season after they're able to pull together and um, Devil is going to give us some momentum going into next season. Uh, for us, it, it really started in the preseason. Uh, we were doing our, our ladder matches and kind of building out our roster and just looking at the depth. Um, we ended up having 21 uh, players that played on or played in a varsity match this year. Um, and I think for me, it, it really clicked when we played Holy Innocence. They finished. Uh, top four and top two last year on the girls and boys side. Um, and they came here this year. Uh, girls beat them 5-0 at home, or 5-0, and and then I think boys uh, ended up beating them 3-2. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a very high caliber program. And that was kind of the point in the season that, hey, we've got a chance uh, on both sides to really do something special this year. So, so that was a point in the season where I felt, um, you know, it was, it was really cool. So the ending of the season can signify multiple things. Um, and with that being said, how will the culture or community change? And what are your goals to continue it next year, especially with such a successful spring season for all the sports with every program except for one getting that postseason bid this year? And how we've just seen that continuation of success in the fall, winter, and spring seasons this year. So as a coach, what do you kind of – looking at with either the pieces you're getting back next year or the pieces you're losing and how you're trying to continue that athletic and not just athletic but success as a community within your program. Well, of course, just like any sports, you're going to lose uh, some great seniors and we'll do that this year, but I'm excited about the eighth grade group we have coming up. Uh, our eighth grade girls uh, won the area championship and the boys were second, so we've got a good group coming up and we'll just continue to rebuild and 
Um, I think our program has a lot of tradition and hopefully that'll continue. Well, uh, I'm certainly glad to say that all three of my girls are sophomores. So uh, we've got a while to go, it seems. Uh, and, you know, I've always thought that winning breeds winning and, and people want to be a part of winning. And so I'm hoping that as we finish this season, uh, hopefully with a state title, um, it, it brings some momentum next year to have some people um, show up and, and come play with us. It'd be great. Losing two of our seniors, Jack and George, is going to be a huge loss. They've been um, stalwarts the last four years. But I think this season, making the playoffs and, and just the overall bringing in some of the new players shows how much fun that lacrosse can be. Um, I'm really excited about obviously bringing up that some of these great eighth graders that had a great season as well, um, but also bringing in new players uh, that maybe haven't played before and to show them the great sport of lacrosse. Yeah, we're losing 13 seniors, um, boys and girls, so that's, that's a lot of uh, shoes to fill, but we have a lot of young players that are ready to step up. I think the thing I'm most ex um, excited about is this will be the third year we have continuity on the coaching staff. So I think Coach Levesque has signed up for another year on the boys' side. So having that continuity of the system and stuff, I think, helps us uh, build year to year. There was a time there where the boys were coached by someone different every year. And uh, that's tough for the players. You know, you know with baseball, man, I'll piggyback on everybody else. It's, it's more of the tradition that's being set, especially being successful. Um, you know, people coming out of the woodworks to talk to you when you when you are successful like that. But um, I, I think with our middle school teams, we got some good kids coming up. We got nine seniors. Uh, five of the nine are playing huge roles right now that we will have to fill. But I think the biggest thing is just very, you know, holding on to that tradition of, of the program and, and what we've done. Same thing. I'm, I'm losing six six seniors, but I have a very good group of uh, younger kids, two sophomores that are going to be excellent, excellent players. I got a good group of eighth graders coming up, and I have a good group of freshmen that are just going to develop into into good players. And so uh, we're just trying to keep the tradition alive and uh, keep it keep it going because it is a prestigious tradition at Darlington Golf and uh, we want to keep it keep it trending that way. Yeah, kind of like everyone else said, you know, I have four seniors that were losing this year that have all played for many years, most of them their whole career in high school. Um, but I've got a really solid group of juniors who just want to get better and want to see this program grow and, you know, are doing all the extra little things, playing ball ball, playing club ball this summer and, you know, they really want to make a difference here and they see that they can be successful. Um, you know, I also have some really great freshmen and sophomores that are have started this year and picked it up for the first time and who by their senior year are going to be really great lacrosse players. So just kind of building that um, excitement with our program and then there's a lot of girls that are have told me they want to play next year so I'm just excited to see where this program goes. So this year was, was um, you know, brought in a lot of freshmen uh, on both sides. So the future is bright for the program. Um, we're losing uh, a, a senior on the on the boys team and then three senior starters on the girls team um, which there will be some big shoes to fill. I think looking back it was 2006 the last time girls won a championship, uh, 1996 the last time boys have won a, a state championship here and I told them Sunday night they have the opportunity to uh, to really build a legacy here over the next few years. 
no doubt in my mind that the girls are, are going to walk away champions on Saturday and that the boys next year uh, really have everything it takes to, to do the same. Um, so to, to bring those state titles back to Darlington is going to be huge for them and they have the opportunity to do it for, for several years to come. So the uh, future is bright for, for Darlington Tennis and I'm really excited to, uh, to see what those student athletes will do over the next few years. Thank you coaches for joining us today. The entire Darlington community is proud of your team's accomplishments this spring season. Be sure to follow along what's going on for next season through Darlington Athletics on Instagram for updates and announcements. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week whether you like to listen to podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org podcast. If you have any questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast.